Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved. Hello, dear ones. How are you? I pray that you're well. We are wonderful here in Beloit, Kansas. We've received a number of emails of people wanting to come here and be part of the community. Uh, be, the, the city is the community. It's You can walk the whole thing. It's small and beautiful and wonderful, wonderful Catholic families with every number of children anywhere from one to two to 13 or more it's just so tremendous and one of the reasons that i've asked the families why they've come and they said it's because of the school saint john's catholic school attached to um saint john the baptist catholic church it's just tremendous people have come from all over the country because of authentic catholic teaching and you know how i advocate a homeschooling a hundred percent one hundred and ten percent but if one cannot homeschool and one can find uh even if they have to um, reduce their their style of living and they can move and find a good solid faithful catholic school all grades um, uh, then it's then it's wonderful. It's truly wonderful. The parents still have the responsibility for raising their children in the faith. Parents never get off the hook for that. That is their vocation from God to raise and nurture their children in the faith. But if it's a good Catholic school that you can truly depend on, and you don't have to be afraid about um, uh, uh, demonic sex education or uh, demonic Islam or prayers or having the name Catholic but not being Catholic, this is, is, it's truly a wonderful Catholic school. So that's why many people have come. And um, we just closed on the house that you helped us to buy. Um, we still don't have all the funds we need because we need to do some work in that house. Um, but um, And uh, people have asked me to continue to um, just announce the life funder that uh, the Station of the Cross has set up uh, on their website. I'm, I'm just so happy for that. We have never in all our years of existence, which is not too many, it's 12, uh, we're in our 13th year, um, never raised money. We've never, ever raised money. The only thing we've done is send out a newsletter three and when we can four times a year. And we put a little um, reply card in there for donations and prayers and anything else on anyone's heart. But we've never raised money. And um, Station of the Cross and LifeSite News has been so gracious to let me let you know that uh, we bought a house, 200000 and we were able to close. Um, I'm just so grateful for it. We closed this past Monday, and we're not in it yet. We have to do a little construction and a little painting and cleaning, so it'll be uh, two, three weeks before we're in it. But um, we're, we're very happy, and uh, we're moving on plans to begin to build something large enough to take um, maybe 40 of us, which which would be good for at least a couple of years. I'd be thrilled. So um, 
when we have those plans, we'll let you know. And at the meantime, if you wish to be part of the Life Funder um, campaign that LifeSite has so graciously put up for us, it's www.lifefunder.com forward slash then the initials of our community, D-O-M, Daughters of Mary, and M-O-I-H, Mother of Israel's Hope. So it's capital, all caps, D-O-M-M-O-I-H. And you will get there, and um, they have a little notice that one share, however, one little share in that Life Funder is $25. We've had people that have... Many have given a hundred, um, a few, a thousand, um, five hundred, fifty, ten dollars, whatever. It, you know, if you, I've always talked about the woman who still sends us a dollar a month. And I, I mentioned to you there were a few months she didn't have that to send, and one month that she really was um, kind of rolling in the money and she sent us two dollars and she had two cats and one of them died so we sent her money to bury her cat and for the cat food so um it's just so beautiful it's so beautiful to our hearts uh we want only what god wants for us so god bless you my dear ones we have been talking about covid19 and the vaccines and we've had people write in and even call the Station of the Cross for clarity. Some even uncomfortable because I seem to be on a one-track message that we should not take the vaccine because of aborted fetal cells and the immorality of that and that we don't do evil that good may come. Um, And so I did a search on Children of God for Life um, and... um, They clarify, go onto that site every day. They have updates, and they have reported that there is not a single vaccine. None of them. Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, can't offhand remember the other one. Um, And there are experimental ones. Not a single one that has not used murdered babies, the cells from murdered babies in their mother's womb. Not from miscarriages, beloved. Those babies have to... Uh, some of them, uh, whatever's needed, cells from kidneys and other places are taken while the babies are still alive through abortion. And they have to be in order to be viable within five minutes. So it has to be planned. It has to be planned. And it's, um, it's a great, great, great evil. So they have verified that there's not a single vaccine that is not made Uh, with aborted fetal cells or tested with them, Uh, not a single one. So even if they're not made with the aborted fetal cells, they have been uh, originally manufactured, tested. Um, The only way they could have the vaccines without the cells is to include cells in the testing and making of them. So, um, and new batches have to be retested. So even if the vaccines don't contain aborted fetal cells, they are tested with um, aborted fetal cells. So there is nothing moral that I can understand in that. Um, The USCCB has written that uh, 
if we have remote material cooperation, that is, we're not involved directly in the abortions. We are um, partaking in the fruit of those abortions, so to speak, um, by saving our lives from dead babies. Uh, babies are murdered for that purpose. And... Um, uh, and for other purposes as well, including cosmetics and other things. Um, and some of the bishops in the USCCB said, but if it's, it's uh, excuse me, um, you know, these babies mur- murdered years ago and it, it's, it's remote, uh, um, it's so remote that you're not involved. I, I, and they said... Uh, make sure, though, that if we take them, we're not involved, and they've even gone on to say it's an act of charity to others for us to take the COVID-19 vaccine so we don't get sick and spread it to others. So we should kill babies so we don't get sick and spread it to others. And they say, but you haven't killed the babies. It's just the fruit of babies that have been killed years ago. What is the difference? And in their article on um, Catholic News Report, um, they have said that, uh, I don't know, is it CNR? I, I have to look up the exact reference to that uh, news report that I got it from. But um, let me just see if this is it. Hold on a minute. Um, no, it's not. Okay, I, I don't have it in front of me now. But um, the, um, um, uh, the article said... We can take it because of we're not directly cooperating. We're removed from the direct cooperation and simply are going to have the benefits of it. I don't understand that at all. And the USS, USCCB said that we need to be careful that by taking the vaccine that they say we are not accountable for because... Uh, these babies, we didn't kill the babies that happened years ago. We weren't involved in murdering them. We could take the fruit of them. Um, and they said in the same article, be sure it doesn't desensitize us to still fighting the evil of abortion. But of course it's going to desensitize us. If we're going to benefit, if we're going to save our lives or not spread something because babies were deliberately uh, willfully murdered um, it, it's insane maybe they weren't murdered for the vaccine maybe they were murdered because the mother just didn't want them uh, or whatever the cause was uh, but we should benefit from that evil no we should not um, um, and and I, I mentioned just at the close of yesterday's program that in 1930 uh, the Lambeth Council in England was the very first council, 1930, not very, less than 200 years ago. Oh, here comes the break. So I think uh, if I tell you the little story now, which you probably already know, um, we'll be cut off again because of the break. So we will come back from the break, my dear ones. And um, I'll tell you this story and uh, why I'm so adamantly against it. Um, And then we'll... um, Uh, And then we'll continue and we will take your calls, your emails, um, your um, text um, when we come back uh, from the break, even early today, because 
there's so many emails we have not gotten to. So you're welcome to call in toll-free 1-877-511-5483. You can text at that number or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We do take calls first and text and emails in the order they come in. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. be to Jesus. Hi, this is Joe McLean, host of the Catholic Drive Time Morning Show, joining you on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network each weekday morning at 7 a.m. We'll keep you informed and inspired with insightful guests and breaking news stories of the day. That's the Catholic Drive Time, weekday morning, 7 a.m. on the Station of the Cross and the iCatholic Radio app. We'll see you then. May God love you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved family, to Mother Miriam Live. Just before the break, um, we were talking about um, the evil of, uh, I tell you, any vaccine that you take today, because there is no vaccine that hasn't been made uh, with um, uh, aborted baby part cells, uh, fetal cells, or the fruit of um, testing with those cells. Uh, so far, there is no vaccine available that has not been either tested with or made with aborted fetal cells. We are um, taking advantage of uh, the evil of our society in aborting babies uh, to save our own lives. And to me, it's utterly unthinkable. And as I mentioned just before the break, the, uh, the vicious have said, as a, as a whole, USCCB have said that it's, it's licit, it's okay for us to take the vaccines because we haven't had direct cooperation. We have not 
personally who take the vaccines committed the abortions from which they were made or tested. Um, it's remote. And, and then they added the unthinkable statement that we need to be careful that in our taking uh, the cells of murdered babies in a mother's womb, we should not become desensitized to uh, fighting against abortion. It, it just, it, there's no way that makes sense. Um, and just before the break, and at the close of the program yesterday, I went back to the Lamberth Conference, and I've done that often, because it's, a, it's, it's the example. No abortion was legalized before 1930. Absolutely none. And in 1930, in England, at the Lamberth Council, for the first time, abortion, the killing of a baby, for which in the Old Testament, people who murdered a woman with her child were put to death, they were counted for two murders. You murder a woman with a pregnant child or murder that baby, you are a murderer. 1930, the Lamberth Council in England decided that abortion would be uh, acceptable if it were within marriage, because who would consider a baby, a woman being pregnant outside of marriage? So in 1930, it was acceptable for women within marriage whose life was threatened by the baby. And that was it. And it was illegal for any other place, any other cause, zero. So someone could say, okay, now listen, mother, um, listen, family, I know the law says you're within marriage and you have a serious health condition. So the abortion is legal now. But make sure it doesn't desensitize you or for just having an abortion for any reason. Uh, and others, well, uh, come on. If, if we allow us to murder children under any circumstances, where's the line drawn? God is in life's hand. Listen to that. Life is in God's hands from birth to death natural death um and if we have permission to murder for any reason along the way that we finite sinful creatures decide is okay to murder a, a human being that god has created um where we're going to stop we'll come up with other reasons till today there's no reason for abortion order it order the pills through the mail mail order abortion what does it matter do what you want you, you, you just don't want the baby for any reason. M murder the baby. Uh, you don't want the baby, and someone says, but there are families who can't have children. They would give anything to raise that child. Won't you at least bring it to term and have the baby, and we'll take the baby from you right from birth in the hospital. Excuse me, now I have hiccups. Right from birth in the hospital. We'll raise that baby. If you don't want to even hold the baby, you never have to even see the baby to make it hard. Or whatever you wish, in any way you wish. Um, and they say, nope, don't want to. Don't want to look pregnant, don't want people to know I'm pregnant. I'd rather murder than uh, be embarrassed or have my life hindered in any way. Or uh, you're a young girl and your parents want you to have an abortion. And you're supposed to honor your parents, except in sin. 
and no parent may force a child to have abortion, no matter the age of that child. No parent. If you are pregnant and you are underage or you are under your parents' roof and you are pregnant and they want to take you to Planned Parenthood or any abortion facility, run away. Go to the church. Go to your relatives. Go to strangers. Let them protect you. Uh, go to a home for pregnant women. And you don't have to have a penny. You don't have to have clothes on your back. Just go. And they will take care of you. We will take care of you. Don't get, don't murder a child and live the rest of your life with the knowledge that you have murdered a child. Uh, don't do that. Will you be forgiven? If you repent, of course you will be forgiven. But you will know that you have murdered a child. And there's no way that you can be forced into it, dear ones. There's just no way that you can be forced into it unless you're drugged, unless you are held down against your will, that sort of thing. You do never have to obey parents, the president, or the pope if it comes to sin. Absolutely not. So, beloved, the fact that the pope has confused millions of people by taking the COVID-19 vaccine that was from aborted fetal cells, we know that, tainted, the reports say tainted, um, uh, is he in mortal sin? I cannot tell you that. God is the only one that can judge that mortal sin. Is it grave sin? I believe it is. But grave sin is not necessarily mortal unless someone knows it's mortal and takes it of their own free will. Uh, if the Pope doesn't believe it's mortal, I don't understand why he wouldn't believe that. But I think if he truly understood that or believed it, he wouldn't have taken it. So God alone is the one who judges the heart. But um, I don't think we should stay away from mortal sin uh, for the fear of hell, although that's a good enough reason. For the fear of hell, not just for the pains of hell, but because I would love thee above all things. If we deeply love God, that is our reason for not sinning against him. But if it's simply for the fear of hell, that's good enough. You teach a three-year-old, don't cross the street. Why, mommy? Because there are cars coming. You don't always see them. I'll look. But the child doesn't have the perspective and isn't tall enough and doesn't always. Child acts impulsively. He's going to run out in the street and perhaps get run over. So if the child crosses the street at three years old, um, he's going to get grounded or a paddle on his rear end or whatever it's going to be. Um, um, but the parents are going to do everything that they can to keep him safe. And so God does everything he can. He puts the moral law in our hearts. We have a conscience. We know what is right. And if we shut that conscience out and we turn from it, we have uh, deadened our conscience and we have put a block into what God has built in to show us right and wrong. So I don't know what else to say, dear one. There is a, a fantastic article I'm going to refer to you on LifeSite News. If you go to LifeSite News, you can look it up uh, on the web. Uh, it's just simply LifeSiteNews.com. One word, LifeSite, S-I-T-E, News.com. And look up the February 3rd online edition. 
February 3rd of this year. Today is February 5th. So two days ago, I want to read this article to you, but we're not going to have time today. So I don't want to start it and then have a whole weekend come in between us. But it is for everyone to read. And the title is on February 3rd. It's in the opinion section uh, because it's uh, written, I don't even who, I don't even think the author, yes, by Karen Durantier um, uh, as an opinion. It's excellent. And the title is Refusing Vaccines Made from Cells Derived from Aborted Fetuses, colon, Let Us Seek Our Mother's Response. That's the Blessed Mother. Refusing Vaccines Made from Cells Derived from Aborted Fetuses, colon, Let Us Seek Our Mother's Response response and the subtitle is a reflection on vaccines and the modern day massacre of the innocents um we are massacring innocents today um not only beyond the innocents that were massacred uh, at our lord's death a uh, lord's birth rather but more than everyone killed in the in every holocaust on earth it is such an incredible, incredible evil, and it's accepted today uh, as easily as taking an aspirin for a headache. It is a tremendous evil. And how does Satan work in our, our minds? He works in subtle ways. If he could make evil so blatant, so rampant, we get used to it. Frogs in warm water. We boil to death and we don't even know we're in warm water. It gets so hot, our bodies keep adjusting until we boil to death. That's it. We're not even, if you throw a frog in hot boiling water, uh, it's going to jump out instantly because the shock of such danger is just going to like that but if you put him in warm water and you and a little pot on the stove and you ever it's a it's a it's a age-old um, illustration analogy you ever so slowly turn up the heat um he doesn't his body his little frog's body um adjusts to the heat that's why they could stay in water in winter and summer and all they adjust to the temperature so they keep adjusting to the slow increment of heat until they boil to death and they don't know it. We are boiling to death, beloved. We are so used to evil. And even when it increases, it used to increase so slowly, we're hardly aware of it. Now, it's a tremendous evil overnight, and we still accept it, and we still adjust to it, and we still make excuses for it. I said yesterday that the rate of evil in this world and absolutely in this country, uh, because the only reason President Biden is president is because Catholics put him there. And, and Catholic bishops are at the forefront of that for supporting Biden, congratulating him, and now, um, and now coming against his laws on abortion. How could they do that? We knew what he was going to do. How could they congratulate him? How could they still not come against um, giving him communion? Uh, it's unthinkable that any bishop would support giving President Biden, who is responsible for the murder 
now of millions and millions of babies, not just in our country, but Mexico and all over the world. How on earth could any bishop justify that, which is an insanity? Um, Beloved, we have to say no to evil. The only hope for the world is if we live our faith as if it's true. We need to learn what's true, and we need to live it without compromise. We are the only hope, the Catholic Church, for the salvation of souls. That is God's design from St. Peter on. We'll be right back, dear ones. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture. Or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations, thank you for helping to save the culture. The iCatholic Radio mobile app is two apps in one. Your place to hear great Catholic programs and music. Here's what listeners are saying about the updated iCatholic Radio mobile app. Through the iCatholic Radio app, I have listened to the sermons and teachings several times. The effect has been a deeper understanding of my faith and Catholic tradition. This app has truly been a blessing in my life and has increased my faith. With the new app, you can choose to listen to our programs like Mother Miriam Live or The Catholic Current whenever you like. But you can also switch over to the best in contemporary music by Catholic artists. We even bring you hours of Gregorian chant every Sunday morning. If you do not currently have our app, download it to your iPhone through the Apple Store or to your Android phone by going to Google Play and searching iCatholic Radio. The updated iCatholic Radio mobile app, your one stop for great Catholic programs and music. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, uh, to Mother Miriam Live. And we are going to go now to your calls, your texts, your emails, um, uh, toll-free, 1-877-511-5483. Uh, text at that number as well. Email at mother at the station of the cross.com. And our lines are wide open. Um, we are going to take an, uh, an email from, it looks like Mammy, M-A-M-I, <clears throat> who writes, Hi, Mother. Excuse me. I do appreciate your work on the radio. I'm going through RCIA right now at a local church. Oh, bless you, Mammy. I'm so glad. Maybe it's Mamie. Not sure how to pronounce your name, dear one. But blessed be God. So glad you're doing it. And I certainly hope that the whoever is teaching that RCIA is solidly um, Catholic. 
Um, and Mamie writes, I happened to hear your radio show on January 4th, and in that show you mentioned that wearing the mask is wrong and harmful. Well, I'm not saying I didn't say that. I, I, I don't think I would say it's wrong to anybody. I would say it can be harmful or not good, uh, but I would say everybody do whatever you wish. Uh, where are you getting that belief from? She says, I researched online myself. There's no such data to show wearing a mask is wrong or harmful. I would like to hear your reasons to say so. Thank you and God bless. Well, Mammy, if you just look up your question online, um, I've heard it many times. Um, doctors are being censored for saying so. Um, and there's a, um, I'm looking up, all I did was type in to a search engine, um, are masks wrong and harmful? And, um, and I got this article, um, expert, um, <clears throat> this is from May 2020, this is last summer, expert explains face masks are, ser- face masks are serious risk to healthy and make COVID more deadly. Let me read a little bit. Um, new information about face masks has emerged, warning healthy people of the dangers of wearing them. In fact, according to a neurosurgeon, they can make contracting COVID-19 much more uh, deadly. Um, um, it, this speaks about uh, Facebook people shaming uh, their neighbors for not wearing a face mask. And in some cases and in some countries, they're calling the police and they're being arrested for not wearing a face mask. Just even taking a walk in the street. It's insane. She said, we're being told by governors that if we do not wear masks, we are selfish, horrible human beings with no souls who want grandma to die a horrible death. Police are tackling people who don't wear face masks properly in the subway. I've seen these articles. Grocery stores are throwing maskless people out and denying them service. But now there's a knocked another doctor weighing in besides Dr. Fauci. Um, uh, and I won't read what they've said about him. It's a little... Um, not for everyone's ears, but it's not positive. Um, um, uh, who has also said, uh, even though he's the mask czar and so forth, that face masks are largely security theater, a security theater and of security theater and of no use to the healthy. So, um, let me just read the the points here. Um, uh, Dr. Russell Blaylock, a neurosurgeon, has written an editorial saying that mask, masks pose serious risks to the healthy. Um, there is no scientific evidence, um, he says, that masks are effective against COVID-19 transmission. Even Dr. Fauci has said that. Pro-science people should care about this. As for the scientific support... For the use of face mask, a recent careful examination of the literature in which 17 of the best studies were analyzed concluded that none of the studies established a conclusive relationship between mask slash respirator use and protection against influenza affection. 
it, it also, um, uh, I'm not going to read this whole article, but if you do a search on the harmful use of masks, um, uh, okay, hold on. Um, eight reasons why I don't wear a mask could be mask wearing could be dangerous. Um, and they also refer to Russell Blaylock, B-L-A-Y-L-O-C-K. Um, and another uh, article says wearing masks is anything but harmless. And another article, this is why you should never wear your face mask. Uh, COVID-19 dangers of wearing uh, a face mask if you want to avoid the COVID-19 uh, virus. It could have adverse effects on your health, especially if you wear it while exercising. So there's a, just a whole a ton of articles on it. And um, again, um, maybe that's that's all I can give you is what I have read. Um, if anyone requires us, we carry fa- we don't wear face masks, and our parish does not require it. Some people wear them, and our parish here in Beloit serves communion on the tongue. You can kneel. It's just wonderful. Um, do not require face masks, but people wear them. That's completely up to them. Um, and we do have businesses here in Beloit and throughout the company country that require face masks. We always respect that. Uh, we always put a face mask on if uh, the store has a sign, face mask required. We fight nothing like that. But if they don't require them, we just don't wear them. Um, if you come into our priory, we don't require them. So um, that's maybe where I get the information from. And it's, it's just, um, it, you can look it up in many, many, many places. Um, not only is it not necessary to wear a face mask, but it could be harmful. Um, you, could in, you could still breathe in the virus and then keep it within you. It's, it's, it's not a good idea. We have an email from Bess, B-E-S, who writes, Dear Mother, Mary, Dear Mother Miriam, I recently started to listen to your program, and it has helped me greatly. Thank you so much. Bess, I'm, I just love when I hear that. I'm so grateful for it, because that's why we exist, all of us, to encourage one another to love and good works. Um, I wanted to ask you something important to me. A close family member is in a sinful relationship. I've been praying the rosary for him and sometimes send him videos of different priests' homilies from Father Mike Schmitz. Unfortunately, he replied to me saying, I have committed no sin. Do not send me any more church stuff. Keep it to yourself. Do I have to respect his wishes? Am I failing my call for brotherly correction? I wonder if this was not the right way, and I have just made things worse. What do you recommend I do? Thank you, Mother Felicity. God bless you, Bess. Well, Bess, if he has, if he says he's committed no sin, then he's going to resent anything you send him concerning how to confess and how to stop sinning. He doesn't believe it. So, what I would do there. Um, is um, send him church documents 
not videos from priests, not because the personalities and all that is apparently turning him off. I would not continue that. But I would say you don't want these videos. You don't believe you've committed sin. So I will um, not send you any more videos, uh, church stuff in the way of videos, as you've requested. However, um, all I will send you and all I am sending you with this email or letter or whatever is um, specific church doctrine written by the church and it's between you and God what you do with it. If you don't believe you're sinning, um, and church, and I'll, you quote a sentence, the church says, uh, thou shalt not commit adultery, or whatever the sin is. And dear one, you are committing adultery. Whether you believe it or not, you are committing adultery here, because here's what the church says. And I might add a sentence. If you do not believe you are in sin, if you are living with someone uh, intimately outside of wedlock, then you are committing either adultery if the person's married, or you are, or you're committing fornication. In either case, the scriptures say neither adulterers, nor fornicators, or slanderers, anyone else, will be in heaven. So this is why, out of love for you, send them scripture in that I am... Uh, I am concerned and why I've tried to help you. Apparently, I've not succeeded in sending the right material. So now I'm not sending opinion. I'm not sending a priest's message, but strictly from scripture and church teaching, I'm sending this to you. And if it means nothing to you, my dear brother or sister, then um, the only thing I can say is if you stick a pin in a dead person, there's no response because death is an inability to respond to life. And the reason that you don't think you've sinned and that you don't respond to um, the message of your sin is because you are dead. And the things of God are foolishness to the dead person. First Corinthians uh, 2.14, I think, 3.14, you'd have to look it up. Um, you need to... If you ever want to go to heaven, you need to ask God to show you and to uh, penetrate your heart with how much you are sinning against him and that your future is hell. You're going to need to write a very unemotional, factual, straight letter. If he sets fire to it and puts it in the garbage and says, I never want to hear from you again, so be it. But you have done your job in giving him the full truth. That's what you need to do. A person who is living in sin, um, you can respect his wishes. Don't send me any more church stuff. Uh, you can say, I'm sending you God stuff. Straight from scripture and straight from the infallible teaching of the church, not the take of a priest or anyone else. These are God's. This is straight from God through his church, through his scriptures. If you turn from it, God has given us free will to um, put ourselves on the path to hell. He will not violate our free will. But you need to know that you are on the path to hell. And unless you repent and change, um, there is no heaven for you. 
uh, and the choice you make will be a choice for all eternity. Um, I would write a very straight letter with no emotion and uh, let him do with it what he wishes. Um, a faithful of the wounds of a friend. Give him those verses. Um, say, I'm not writing you out of arrogance, but out of true care for your soul. And if you use the word love, he may not understand that. Love for you. They, he may un not understand that. That's a fanatical talk. But I do care about you. Um, you may not accept this as a way of caring, but I do believe there is a God. I do believe there is a devil. And I do believe he has you fully, the devil, in his clutches right now. The best way we, he can get at us is to have us live in sin and not know it. That's his plan. All right, beloved. There's our um, the music for our, um, our last break. And when we come back, it'll be our final segment. And again, you are absolutely welcome to call in toll-free with anything on your heart. 1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back. The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 .7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. Each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern, the Station of the Cross brings you Mother Miriam Live. Mother Miriam is a Catholic nun on a mission to bring Jesus and a message of hope to a world that has lost its way. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, and I am thrilled to welcome you to Mother Miriam Live. As always, you're going to be able to call, text, or email whatever your questions are. Through a partnership between the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, you will be able to listen and watch Mother Miriam Live on YouTube and Facebook at the Station of the Cross, including past episodes on podcast. God bless you. Listen on your local Station of the Cross affiliate and our free iCatholic Radio mobile app, or watch the Mother Miriam Live video stream on Facebook and YouTube by searching the Station of the Cross. That's Mother Miriam Live each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. 
Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. I am always so happy to be with you. I always feel so grateful, privileged that we have this time together. Um, We don't know how much longer we'll have this privilege in the communist countries. Uh, We wouldn't have been able to do this, and our country is heading toward communism at breakneck speed. So uh, I treasure every moment we have while we have it. And that's why we need to give the gospel to every single soul while there is still time. We must not keep it to ourselves. We must not hide. Um, okay, dear ones, um, we c- you can call in again. Uh, last segment, lines are wide open. You still have a good 10 minutes or more. one 877 toll free, or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. We have an email from Jonathan <clears throat> who writes, Hello, Mother Miriam. I only recently discovered you, your story, and your radio program after returning to the Catholic faith following a long detour into the new age, and he puts in parentheses, a hellish in bold hellish experience of which I will spare you the details. Anyway, he says, I was mailing you because I had a few questions, one related to current events and the other to the Holy Trinity. In your January 15th program, I took note of the novena you had started on behalf of President Trump's re-election, and I am participating myself. Bless you, Jonathan. Um, I'm very glad for that, and uh, don't ever worry, dear ones, if you started after us, or, or um, if you started it now, it doesn't matter. God answers prayers retroactively, uh, and God is in control, so don't worry about the, the, the timing of that. Um, he said, um, <clears throat> he says, I must ask you, is this election truly biblical? The answer is no. There was fraud, lying, cheating, evil, absolutely not biblical. But it is correct that President Biden is president, even though it was done through um, sinful, deceptive, uh, illegitimate ways. He was legitimately sworn in as president. He is president. Is this election truly biblical? As, as in, it follows a certain timeline laid out in Revelation about the Antichrist. Uh, it certainly feels that way. I understand that. It certainly feels that way. For Biden is, and he says in parentheses, not to sound cruel, Biden is a now hollow vessel that will open the door to demons we never fathomed. I am truly scared for our nation and our spiritual salvation. Uh, Jonathan, you've got it. You've got it right. Um, I believe not only he will, but already has opened the door to demons we never fathom. And his um, vice president and staff 
is even uh, more evil, uh, more leftist, um, uh, not even happy with him in, because he's not left enough. So, <clears throat> but don't be afraid. Uh, you can say I'm scared for our nation, but God needs to purify our nation just as he purified Israel. And he does that through persecution. And he dwindles it down like he did Gideon's army who had, I don't know how many thousands and thousands of soldiers. God dwindled it down to 300. So that, and, and 300 won the battle uh, against thousands because God wants to get the glory. So <clears throat> throughout all of history, God has dwindled things down to a remnant. It was a remnant of 12, and one defected, excuse me, at the Last Supper, on which God founded his church on the, on the uh, foundation of the apostles and prophets. On 12, he established the new covenant priesthood from the old covenant priesthood. He established uh, the Eucharist. Um, he built his church um, on the, the apostles and prophets, all Jews, all Jews through whom, through the, in the nation through whom God brought the Messiah, the salvation of not just Israel, but the entire world. That's why we just passed the presentation of our Lord in the temple in which Simeon says, I can die now because I've seen thy salvation. The name Jesus means salvation. It's the Old Testament Joshua or in Hebrew, Yeshua. Your, thy salvation, which is our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach in Hebrew, Yeshua Jesus Ha the Mashiach Messiah for the entire world. He said, I can die now because mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast um, um, promised um, from the foundation of the world, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory of thy people Israel. Why the glory of thy people Israel? Because God has fulfilled his promises through Israel. Why? Because of their faithfulness? No, because of God's faithfulness. And he gave them the mission to be a light to the Gentiles. And they failed over and over again until Pentecost when 3,000 plus were on, uh, in Jerusalem for the Jewish feast of Pentecost, Shavuot, the Jewish feast of Pentecost, <clears throat> when God poured out um, his spirit on those 3,000 Jews and gave the new covenant um, that those Jews now, filled with the Holy Spirit, could finally fulfill the mission that God gave them from Isaiah a thousand years before to be a light to the Gentiles. And now, to be a light to the Gentiles, that through them the gospel would spread to the ends of the earth. People say Israel failed. No, they did not. If you believe and you know the gospel today and you are saved by the grace of God and are being saved and will be saved, we pray, um, it's because of God's faithfulness to his people Israel um, that he kept a remnant to, uh, through which he brought his new covenant in his blood. So that's... Too quick a summary um, of that. But, um, and so, uh, what am I reading here? I, I get off on these little, so don't be scared. Um, if our nation is abolished, don't worry about it. it the, the issue is the souls of people to be saved, no matter what country they're a part of. 
um, the issue is for them to be saved, and it does not threaten our spiritual salvation. In fact, with persecution that God put on the Jews, uh, because in the first century, Christianity was a Jewish faith. The only ones who believed were the Jews to whom Jesus came. People say today, don't target the Jews. Well, Jesus did. He came to his own. And again, filled them with his spirit, and the gospel then went out to the ends of the world. Why did it go out to the ends of the world? Because they kind of came together as a Jewish, persecuted by the rest of the Jews who didn't believe. They came together as a little Jewish community and, and lived and huddled together to protect themselves against the Jews who would persecute them for following the way. This man named Jesus, who claimed to be God, a man who claims to be God, is deluded uh, or he's a liar, or he's God. And so they believed he was God, which is what Jesus claimed to be. And so God brought persecution on them because they were not spreading the gospel. It wasn't given for them to keep. It's not given to us to keep. They were not spreading the gospel, so God spread them to the four corners of the earth so that the gospel will go out to all the world. That's what he'll do to us. And it should not hinder our spiritual salvation. It should cause us to be Catholic, maybe for the first time, totally through and through with every cell in our body and compromise nothing that the world will look at us and see what it is to be a Christian. God bless you. Jonathan will continue with your email on Monday. God bless all of you. Have a wonderful weekend.